When behavior-based safety fails, beef stew and the verbal eraser. When I was in Saudi Arabia recently, I asked how many of the 400 managers I spoke with were using a behavioral process. Over 90% said that, yes, they were, in fact, using one of the original systems developed by one of the largest safety consulting firms some 20-plus years ago. My next question, would you say the feedback you give employees when you do observations is mostly positive or mostly negative? One hand went up saying the feedback was mostly positive. 399 went up to say that they mostly gave negative feedback. This was a startling discovery for me. One of the safety managers at the conference told me more. Bill, we get so tired of giving negative feedback to employees that we began dreading doing the observations. In fact, management has had to give us observation quotas to meet, and they threaten us with discipline. But I still have the last laugh, he said. I just pencil whip the cards and fake the observations. I wondered how common this problem is. Observers who see little or no value in the observation process and who either fake the observations or don't do them at all. So I did some informal research and asked some safety managers here in the USA if they were seeing negative reinforcement and pencil whipping in their world of safety observation. The sad answer was yes. Why is this? I believe it's because of a fatal flaw in the design of some of the behavioral processes most widely used today. Here's how they suggest we go about doing an observation. Now first, you approach the employee and deliver positive reinforcement. That's called R plus in the language of behaviorism. And positively reinforce their safe behavior. Then, we deliver negative reinforcement to point out the employee's at-risk behaviors. Sounds good, right? And properly delivered, it can be. But all too often, it doesn't go down that way. The attempt to reinforce someone totally flops. Why? I think the answer lies in beef stew. You see, when I first got married to my dear wife from South Georgia, I told her how much I loved beef stew. Mom's beef stew was my special favorite. And what did Margie do? She worked the whole day to surprise me with beef stew for dinner one evening. After that second helping, I sat back, relaxed, and said, in my infinite wisdom, Dear, that was delicious beef stew. This would have been an ideal time for me to shut up, but oh no, not me. And thanks for your hard work on it today. But... It'd be better if you'd use mom's recipe. Ouch. Oops. Ouch again. I was ducking beef stew. In classical conditioning terms, my comment paired with my negative feeling for my wife, so I became an aversive stimulus, which over time, if repeated, would create avoidance behavior from my wife. Yeah, well, don't ask me where I slept for the next week. To this day, I'm still amazed I didn't wind up wearing that beef stew all over my new suit. After some time, Margie settled down enough for me to say how sorry I was, and we patched it up. That little lesson of 24 years ago has always stuck with me, and I think it helps us understand an important Achilles heel of a poorly delivered observation process. The verbal eraser, but. As Aubrey Daniels puts it, 
in bringing out the best in people, when we use the word but, we erase anything we've said before it. You did a nice job on that report, Sue, but it would have been better if you'd had it to me earlier. I came back from a recent speaking engagement where I scored 4.8 out of 5. Pretty good in most people's book. But as I read through the speaker evaluations, I felt myself feeling depressed and discouraged by the three negative comments and totally ignored the 422 who ranked our session favorably. I had to go read some of the positive ones to get centered again. In the beef stew example, see, I thought I had given Margie R+, but guess again, all she heard was, Mom's beef stew is better. And in the case of poorly delivered BBS observation feedback, all the employees take away is, what I did was wrong. Maybe that's why so many employees in BBS programs today don't want to do observations and don't want to be observed. But negative reinforcement isn't as powerful long-term as positive reinforcement, telling me what I did was right. Our You Did It Right card fixes this, and it helps you make sure that positive reinforcement happens without pencil whipping. This is precisely the idea behind our You Did It Right card. Observers now add a second step, that of delivering positive reinforcement and feedback while we track and validate where it occurs so that we ensure there's no favoritism or pencil whipping. Sure wish I'd have had a You Did It Right card 24 years ago to give to Margie. I guess I better head to the jewelry store instead. Did you find this article interesting? If you did, how about do me a favor? Share it with a couple friends and ask them to do the same. To learn more, watch my free webinar at www.greenbeansandicecream.com Thanks.